It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Clip in, set yourself free. Come on and take a ride with me. You know what you need to know and what's it all about. Welcome to the Clip Out, episode 73. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. We got to do this fast. <laughs> it's a jam-packed episode. Don't worry. You'll be off on a tangent in no time. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you tangenting? <laughs> you have me confused with someone else. No. Yeah. What? No, I don't. I'm pretty sure you do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's in store with all this busy stuff? Okay, we have so much to talk about today. All right, we're going to talk about some profit predictions. We have a visit from the Peloton profit. We have we have breaking news about tread deliveries. We've got <laughs> we've got an undercover operative on the ground giving us all kinds of details about a tread delivery. Uh, and we're going to talk about some job postings for Peloton. We've also got some interesting news between Peloton and Flywheel. The gloves are coming off. They are. And of course, our interview with the Rosenbergs, Sherry and Jason. Awesome. Well, before we get into all that, and there's probably about 40 things we didn't list because yeah, there's a bunch. There is. Uh, shameless plugs. Don't forget we're available on iTunes. You can go there, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, here is a review Yay. that we received from Sonia or Sonia. Joyrider. Okay. And uh, the subject line is awesome sauce. <laughs> Who knew a podcast about a spin bike would be so entertaining and addictive? Tom and Crystal <laughs> are fun, informative, and always make me laugh. I love listening while I'm running, although my friends and family who don't get my pillow addiction can't understand why I listen to a podcast about spinning while I'm running. I totally get it. I totally that makes complete and utter sense to me. Well, you can still think about spinning while you're running, right? So, yeah, it's a good way to cross train. Yes, <laughs> thank you for the awesome review. Yes, thank you very much. And uh, if you would like to uh, leave a review, we would like you to. You can run over to iTunes and do that. Also, don't forget uh, we're available on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash The Clipout. While you're there, join the Clipout group because you will get posts more frequently. And also. Don't forget, we're always looking for interviews. So yes. if you have someone that you think would be a good subject, send them our way. That Please. was a, an M apostrophe E-M. I wasn't saying him. I, I heard it. I wasn't only soliciting for male interviews. Well, that's good. Just to be clear. Because most of most of the Peloton ridership is female. Right. I did, that's why I was letting them know I was using... A gender inclusive yes. pronoun Oh while we're on that subject just want to let you guys Know yes I would also love To interview every single Peloton instructor past Present future yeah no need to Suggest those no we know we yeah. know I get it but we have to go through Peloton For all that and they kind of decide who they Want to feature so we have very Little input on that they keep us on a very Strict diet they do uh, They're awesome so I don't mean to say oh, that yeah, like, They're totally. super helpful but but it's it's their decision, yeah. and so we got to go with that. Yeah. So uh, no need to suggest that we would love to do it, and we are at their mercy. So, um, and they've been very kind. Very. So if you have any suggestions, 
feel free to hit us up on Facebook or you can shoot Crystal an email at clipoutcrystal at gmail.com. Awesome. So uh, I guess that's all of that. Let's dig in, shall we? It's time for news of the Paladin. Where do you want to start? Who I guess let's start with the Peloton Prophet. Oh, okay. Let me uh, let me get ready. This is a lot. Got limber up. Yeah, this is a big, big list. All right, I'm going to do these in ascending order, from the smallest to largest. Smallest. It is thought that there is a smoothie bar on the way for the Peloton Tread Studio. If you'll remember when it opened, it didn't have one. But on social media, there have been some postings that have some generic construction in the background at the Tread Studio. And when asked, employees just say construction. So yeah. it's something. So we're going with it's a it's a, a smoothie, smoothie bar. bar. Boy, I, based on HRI, I think maybe it should just be a bar. <laughs> That's after the after the tread. <laughs> we like to we play hard. We we work hard. It's both. Okay, next up, this is not so much a prediction as it is the Peloton Prophet just found this okay. in their research. But uh, apparently, there are there are. If you guys want to work for Peloton, you guys need to get your butts out there to the website and start looking for the job opportunities because there's about a bazillion. Let me just say that. The most interesting job listing was this. Shoe design contractor. Interesting. Right? A Peloton cobbler. I just thought that was really fascinating because... It says, you will work closely with our talented team of designers, product managers, engineers, blah, 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 uh, for our bike and related products. Does that mean they're going to have a shoe for all, like a whole shoe line for the tread? Are they going to be like the next Nike? They might. That makes sense. Because my first thought was like, well, I mean, you have the shoes that you clip in with. I I was focused on bike stuff. But then I'm like, well, yeah, I guess... You know, if you're going to be selling people things to run on, you might as well sell them things to run with. So that's fascinating. And and boy, does that extend the brand. I know. Because now you can take Peloton with you wherever you go and it becomes a fashion statement even when you're, you know, because that's kind of the next step from the for them from a marketing standpoint because it's something that you do in your home. But now people you don't see you doing it. Yeah, but then you could just take them on the go. I mean, you right. can wear your Peloton gear, but it's not the same. Right. As, cause you, because with tennis shoes, you could wear those anywhere. Right. So that's interesting. And I think um, there's something more like it's a lot easier to make a T-shirt than it is to make a shoe. It is. So I think seeing a, a Peloton shoe would be much more impactful. Well, we might be seeing that. Uh, so that will be interesting. Something to keep our eye on. Yeah. All right. Next up, there is a whole list of people that the prophet thinks are coming to work for Peloton real soon. As instructors. Yes. So first of all, we have Leanne Hainsby. The prediction is she's going to be a London instructor. Why? She was a spin instructor in London. She left with no announcement of why. Suddenly lives in New York City, but states on social media only for a few months. She's posting vaguely about chasing dreams and some stuff her friends are commenting about how epic this is and how proud of her that they are. Interesting. So that's the prediction. Leanne Hainsby, new instructor in London for the bike. 
Okay. All right. Next up, we have Benjamin Aldis. Prediction, he will be a London instructor. He was spotted in New York City recently, wandering around the studio, the bike studio, with full access as an employee. Also, similar situation on social media. He has been putting some vague information, moved from London to New York City. So, we will see. So, a new instructor for the ladies to... Drill over. Drill over. Well, it sounds like Leanne will be one for the guys to oh, drill over. Fair. There's more. You get women a lot than of uh, Benjamin. All this is all that. <laughs> well, he I haven't wasn't, even seen him. I don't even know that's true. But he uh, he certainly is not ugly at all. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Next, we have Jess Sims. The prediction: she will be a tread instructor. Uh, not sure if that's going to be in London. Or in New York City, but she recently left her job with no backups, and she's posting cryptic messages. Uh, she's a little harder to kind of figure out because she already had this giant following, and she was already in the fitness scene within New York City. But then the Peloton Prophet spotted this post on her one of her social media platforms. It says, your entire life can change in a year. You got to love yourself enough to know you deserve more, be brave enough to demand more, and disciplined enough to actually work for more. But the really interesting thing was what was in the comments, which was our own tread instructor, Andy Spear, who just did a little heart and a little prayer sign. Right. And then she said, at Andy Spear, I know you know this all too well. Kind of hard not mm-hmm. to see that. Yeah, so those, they put those dots pretty close together for us. They really did. And then, I know you're like, what? 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 Wait, there's more? There is more. Kristen McGee. Prediction? New yoga instructor Recently uh, Robin Arzon Started liking All of her stuff A few months ago And next thing you know All of the instructors Are liking her stuff That's the prediction And the last few videos That John Foley Has released The news articles That have videos attached He has said yoga About a thousand times Right So there, he's co- he's clearly not just speaking about Colleen, who is already our yoga instructor, simply because she would not be able to do classes that would mean like a vertical all all in, of its own. So we'll see what that creates as well. well that's a whole lot. Mm-hmm. So I guess if you want to get out in front of the Ooh. Christmas rush, you can go find these people on Instagram, friend them on Facebook before their big damn deals. Yep. I would uh, recommend it. This is your moment. It is. I think my favorite story of the week, just because I enjoy fisticuffs, <laughs> viewing them, not participating. And the quickest way you can tell that I would not enjoy participating in fisticuffs is the fact that I refer to them as fisticuffs. Uh, the gloves are off between Peloton and Flywheel. They sure are. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, this week. Shit just got real. Shit got very real. So Peloton said, you know what, Flywheel? It's on. You took our idea and we don't friggin' like it. They're in court now. Okay, they filed the whole lawsuit. It's a thing. They said that Flywheel stole the technology that pipes cycling classes into users' homes. Whoo, it's getting the competition is heating up out there. This is exciting. Peloton claimed in a lawsuit that they filed on Wednesday in the U.S. District Court in Marshall, Texas, that Flywheel, known for its brick-and-mortar studio classes, created a copycat of Peloton's bike using the company company's proprietary patents. Fly Anywhere bike, Peloton claims, uses the same technology to, to display live and archived cycling classes, track rider performance, and compare 
at-home writer's performance to others. Boy, it would be interesting if they win this lawsuit. Because if they do, I mean, would it basically shut down all competitors that want to do streaming fitness classes? I don't know. I don't think so. And here's why. They they didn't say that it's because they're doing it. They said that they specifically took the way that they do it and used that. So a little bit more about this is that this guy, Milken, uh, his name is Michael Milken. And apparently... Oh, he was... He... Yeah. Yep. You he's already know the, this deal. He's the... He was the... Wasn't he the basis for uh, Michael... Douglas's character in Wall Street? Well, I, I believe that it is because he, sold he, pled, all the junk bonds he and, pleaded guilty yeah. in 1990 to violating securities law. And it says that he famously pleaded guilty <laughs> to violating <laughs> securities law. So apparently, get this, Mr. Milken, we'll call him Mike, he uh, approached John Foley as a potential investor impressed Foley for information about Peloton's technology and, and business strategy. And apparently he obtained this like through continued pushing. So Mr. Milken did not disclose a very important detail that he was a multi-million dollar investor in Flywheel. Oof. Yeah. So then he passed on all that information during that conversation over to Flywheel. Well, if that's true, that's very shady. I mean, it's kind of hard not to think that it's true, given everything that has happened thus far. I mean, Flywheel came out. Okay, it also goes on to say, I should say this too. I'm getting all excited. (laughs) Apparently, apparently, Flywheel publicly announced in May of 2017, it's going to release its own at-home bike that connects to live studio classes. Peloton alleged that it sent the company a letter telling Flywheel it would be infringing on two patents it owns that it received in 2015 and 16. The May 2017 announcement came three months after Milken talked to Foley. Oof. Yeah. And then, remember how, this is this is the one we talked about. We were like, they don't even have a freaking bike. Yeah. Like, that's because they didn't have a freaking bike. <laughs> they stole the idea. Allegedly. Allegedly. I mean, based on facts, it's easy to come to that conclusion. So this will be fascinating to see how this goes down. Granted, so far, we've just kind of heard Peloton's side of the story. That's all I really need, Tom. I'm just trying to stop us from getting sued. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) LLC, people, you can't touch us. (laughs) But for real, I'm not saying they did this, but if they did do this, oh my God. Yeah. What a shitty human being. Like, yeah, that's, that's awful. Oof, that's pretty low down. Also, it's very interesting if you just think about the timing of all of that. Two years ago is when I got my bike. So it's kind of fascinating that it's like right in the middle of, you know, they were still trying to kind of get to that point where they were profitable. They were still struggling. And then they get hit with this bullshit. Oof. Yeah, that had to be pretty scary. Yeah. When you're thinking like maybe we're seeing light at the end of the tunnel. Yep. And yeah. Oof. Yeah, and less than two years later, now they're they're planning their IPO. They got the world by the balls. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Awesome comeback. You couldn't take them down, Flywheel. <laughs> you couldn't take them down. We have some scoop from someone who had their tread delivered recently. Yes. So if you want to know what to look forward to when your tread arrives... We got it all right here. Here's some insight. So we have a an undercover operative. Ooh. They, uh, this person took notes... And uh, we've got all the details. First of all, when the when the delivery came to their house, there were three 
guys bringing this thing in and uh one of them appears to be training the other two so the way that this was explained via the undercover cover operative is that um xpo is getting better at their job so that ought to be really good news for everyone because you know we we all know that has not been the smoothest (laughs) xpo is handling all of the tread deliveries Not all Okay Uh, So there's still some areas That Peloton is handling them directly However There are kind of XPO zones Or regions uh, Like we'll be in one of them Okay We don't have like uh, We don't have anything From Peloton close enough to us So that'll totally get handled Through XPO So does this mean XPO will be doing bikes as well? Well So what it means Is that they're training XPO teams To handle Just like they Just the Peloton deliver So they're going to have XPO teams That all they do is take care of Peloton So that's going to be fantastic For everybody involved Apparently they've been doing this for a while So that means they've been using it on the bikes That's gotcha. my, that's my okay. point to that XPO has a warehouse crew That they put the bikes together So that they have um, So all they have to do on site Is put the monitor on So the XPO people that deliver They actually wear like Peloton logo shirts And they help people get their bikes set up They put on their cleats They uh, make sure that the shoes can clip out Make sure that they can adjust the pedals It's it's much different than the whole like drop and run That we've seen in some instances Uh, They're going to carry the same concept over into the tread Except that all of the putting together Has to be done on site Because the tread is just So big It's massive Uh, So the delivery before this person's Had to go up to the third floor And it took three guys over an hour To get it up to the third floor Just because it's just massive So if you're getting ready to move Oh my god Just wait Just wait wait. Yeah Um, This thing comes in three packages One of which is the deck The other Then there's another That has the Gigantor monitor And then the third Are all the different accessories and components They have to carry It takes all three of those guys To bring the deck in Because it's huge And apparently it's off balance Like it's the All of the weight is in the one end Gotcha. So, okay, so that's I know the feeling. (laughs) So that's another thing about the tread. People have been talking about. We already reported that apparently you can't move it once it's on site. Uh, This person, our undercover operative, says yes, you can, but only within the room that you're in. So it's got these tiny little wheels underneath it, and you have to put all of the weight up to the front, and then it's got these little wheels that you can move it. However, it doesn't work so great on tile. You kind of have to lift it. But on carpet or a wood surface, you could move it. You could could move it around in that room. So any any thoughts on what do you do whenever you move? I mean, at some Uh, point, somebody's going to move and they're going to be a tread owner. And now what? Yeah, I don't. I I mean, you better hire a stellar moving company because you're not you're not getting this thing out by yourself. It's just not happening. So, but most of us are just excited to have it in our houses. So we're not even going to get into that too much because we just want to hear Tom. We just want to hear. Just a thought. (laughs) Just looking down the road. I know. All right. Some other things that that you might want to know. The plug is actually on the front of the treadmill, not on the back. Okay. For what it's worth. Uh, There are different accessories offered. So we know that there are resistance bands. It's a pack of three. Uh, They have different weights. Each one has a different weight. And that's a $69 value. The exercise map. That you do not put underneath the tread That is to exercise on That is $59 And then you can get weights between They're five pound increments Mm -hmm. Between five 
and 30 pounds. Those are anywhere from $45 to $95. And then they have... Well, that's great because you've been getting all your waiting for free. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I got that down. Uh, Not patiently, but free. Um, And then there's the JBL X Peloton earbuds. Those are $119. So those are the accessories that are available. The uh, delivery charge thus far has only been repeated to be flat, reported to be flat. So it's the same for everyone so far. It's 300 bucks. That's what we're hearing. So apparently each... Market is getting kind of a test run That's why there have been these rollouts And they're kind of coming out so what's going to happen is As they go into each new territory They pick a couple of people so that was that lottery We kind of alluded to last sure. time uh, The quote unquote in most Engaged members they get the Tread first in their area Then those people call in To Peloton they do a survey uh, At this point they're asked to keep it Completely secret just so you know Once that is done then they Are allowed to talk about it they're allowed to release the information and then the rest of the delivery start rolling out in that area this allows somebody from peloton to go with these xpo guys and train them on how this should be across the united states and that's happening so if you're first you're also a guinea pig for that market you are gotcha you are however um again from what i am told this is going wonderfully they are doing everything they are measuring your floor to make sure it's level they are making sure that everything works apparently there's some software that needs to be uploaded even after you're you're done putting it together they check to make sure that's working they check to make sure that it's actually functioning before they leave they they're measuring the power level to make sure that there's no issues with the power level so i asked that again uh, are there any electrical changes that have been needed nothing uh this person did report that they had to move a lamp that was re- that was plugged in in that same plug right. but beyond that they had to do nothing nothing needed to change other than it's gigantor and it's super super heavy nothing Really different about this delivery And you can never move (laughs) It's like Why would you want to though If you buy a tread you are now in the home you will die in (laughs) That's the takeaway (laughs) But you won't die for a long time because you'll be so healthy From the tread I mean we're pretty We're pretty we're people who kind of come up with Solving ways to solve problems and uh, we do a lot of weightlifting, so it's gonna be fine. Yeah, that's by true. the end of, by the end of a few months, they're gonna be able to just lift the tread right over their heads. <laughs> just lift it. They're gonna be able to bench it. It's gonna be fine. And the people that can't never really use it anyway. You can leave it there. Yeah, whatevs. <laughs> leave it for the next owners, like a pool table. <laughs> and thank you to our undercover operative. You know who you are. Checking in with the Peloton community. So uh, joining us today via Skype phone is is R R is well they're a couple so a couple <laughs> would be one, one unit which right. is singular but they're two people so now the grammar's all weird okay. well it's <laughs> we are speaking with <laughs> Jason and Cherry Rosenberg hi 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 guys how are you hey there <laughs> <laughs> I had a little grammar crisis <laughs> I, I I good. <laughs> nice. And now I'm going to want a grammar cracker. <laughs> oh, Tom. Oh, boy. <laughs> but I can't because I'm low carbon. <laughs> oh, goodness. So I have heard wonderful things about you guys. Lisa Getty is like your number one fan. She has like a couple crush on you guys. It's amazing. 
We love Getty. <laughs> well, she loves you. I, I've never had the pleasure of meeting you. And so I don't know, but she thinks you guys are amazing. You sound amazing from everything I've well, heard. We're all right. <laughs> <laughs> we're, not, we're not awful. That's good. We have moments. <laughs> Don't we all? Yeah. (laughs) So what happened that you found Peloton? Like, how did that come about? (laughs) Uh, I'll take this one. (laughs) Because really, it's my fault. Oh. Um, So I'll I'll use this as my quick, serious public service announcement. So in the summer of 2014, around the July 4th holiday, I needed a quick procedure on my heart. I needed a stent. And so my doctor said, you've got to start being active because at that point, I was expertly playing the role of middle-aged suburban dad who was completely inactive. So my doctor instructed me to, in polite terms, to get my ass moving. And I started looking for something that would motivate me. We had an elliptical. We have had a treadmill. I was bored to tears on both of those They became rather dusty and not used. And so I started looking around for what would interest me. And I, I think I may have seen it like one of the early Facebook ads about the bike. And it brought me back to when Sharon and I lived in the city way before kids. And we used to go to spin classes and I really enjoyed that. So it sort of piqued my interest until I saw the price tag. And Shari, of course, said, absolutely no way. (laughs) I kept looking and I kept going back to this bike. And it it just really, the the combination of the technology and what I perceived as, what I imagined as the engagement factor kept bringing me back to the bike. And so I begged and pleaded with her to go to the local mall, which had one of the first stores in it. And I said, let me go touch the bike. If, if it's a piece of seriously, I said, let me go touch the bike. If it's a piece of crap, I'm walking out. And if it's a piece of real equipment, you know, then we'll discuss it. And so we walked in, and I touched the bike, and I fell in love with it, and I made her get on it, and she liked it. But I had to get her over the sticker shock. Yeah. And I spoke to my doctor, and I had him write me after speaking to my human resources department, a letter of medical necessity, which is an actual letter from a doctor, a note from a doctor, in order to get something pushed through your flex spending that is not otherwise qualified as an expense. Nice. That was so smart. Yeah, I'm, I'm useful that way sometimes. And I convinced Shari that not only were we going to get the bike, we were going to get it with, through flex spending dollars, so we're going to save some money on top of it. And we got the bike before Thanksgiving of 2014. That's, wow. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. I, think, I, I feel like I'm pretty good at like gaming the system, but... That's nice. Hat tip. Yeah, that was a good win. So the, the other you know deal I made with her, once I also figured out the system and how to game it, was the early days of referrals. And I, I promised her that it would be a long time till we actually have to, had to pay a monthly fee after we passed our first year of required fees. So <laughs> we still have yet to pay a monthly fee. Whoa. You still haven't to this Whoa. day? Yeah, I, I'm good for a while. How many bikes have you sold? Back in the day when they gave you a free month. Two free months. Po- Two free months per bike. Oh. Two free? Two. Oh, wow. <laughs> back, back in the early days when the Facebook page was rather new. Being the OGs, I guess, essentially that we are since we were from <laughs> the beginning. Right? Yeah. You sold a bike 
I really thought it was only one month of the subscription, but we wound up with about 39 months of free. Wow. Holy no. crap. No. No, sorry. This is this is a spousal thing. Okay. Uh oh. It was actually seventy two months. What? So you're the reason they stopped. Thanks a yeah. lot, guys. <laughs> Sherry, Sherry, Sherry I, w- I wish we had some video. She's shaking her head at me in disagreement. Uh oh. Uh, this I'm is like when my parents are like, "How long have we been married?" And they're right. always I, off by I'm, a year. That long, like she's gonna make me go look it up while, while we're having this discussion. <laughs> Awesome. Well, if it's like your parents, neither of them will be right. That's so true. <laughs> Are we related? <laughs> you never know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so long story short, we got the bike and we haven't looked back since. Wow. Okay, That's so, awesome. So you were a typical suburban dad like Tom. And Sherry, what was your fitness level like before you got the bike? I always stayed fairly active. I mean, I've been doing breast cancer walks for years. So most of my exercise was either outside or on the treadmill or the elliptical that did wind up kind of collecting dust. (laughs) But I initially, back in 2007, when I went back to work after being home with the boys for a while... I went to work for the American Cancer Society and I started doing all of their breast cancer walks and then left the American Cancer Society and became a patient navigator at one of our local hospitals where I've been now for over eight years and I started doing the Avon 39 walk. Okay. So all of my training was a lot of outdoor mileage to get prepared for the walks. Okay. But once we got the bike, kind of threw that into it and changed things up a bit because you kind of can get bored after a while just constantly walking outside and not having something else as your go-to. Absolutely. Yet when we first got the bike, I got on it Thanksgiving weekend when it came or just at just around that time and was so overwhelmed and intimidated by it. I did not get back on it until about February or March of 2015. Wow. wow. I was so upset and almost aggravated with myself that I couldn't do the classes well. I couldn't keep up. What's wrong with me? My heart rate's too high. My numbers stink. You know? Yeah, you were just beating yourself up. <laughs> yeah, completely beating myself up. And finally, I said, okay, instead of beating myself up about it, let me just try and beat up the bike <laughs> and started to enjoy it more. And lo and behold, I'm now past 1,200 rides. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. Here's a little (laughs) behind-the-scenes trivia. A little behind-the-scenes clip-out trivia. So while Jason was telling his story about starting as a typical dad, I was getting the stink eye. (laughs) And then... And then uh, I only I have no idea what you're talking about. I've never seen that before. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so you're newlyweds. It's, but then I only tell you that so I can tell you this. Then when you were telling your story, Sherry or Sherry yeah. or Shari, <laughs> about how you felt intimidated and couldn't keep up, like suddenly Miss Stink Eye over here <laughs> wouldn't even make eye contact with me. <laughs> So 
I've been accused of beating myself up yeah. a time or two. So he was giving me the reverse stink eye. I couldn't. You wouldn't look at me. I know. I held up my hand. I, know. I wouldn't have to, to see the stink eye. <laughs> I blocked the stink eye. That's why it's stinky. That way you can't completely block it. That's the beauty I of it. I still beat myself up about it and some of the rides. And I'm like, why can't I do better? Yeah. But a lot of when I ride is part of it because as my schedule has changed with work and with the kids, I typically ride like 5.15, 5.30 in the morning. So I'm like half asleep while I'm riding. Yep. So it totally I, changes your numbers. It like makes them really low. And so like if you take an afternoon class and you kick the crap out of it and your PR is really high and then you go take a class in the morning, it's like, well, I suck. Exactly. I'm with you. Exactly. I get it. But I'll, I'll, I'll pretty much continue to suck, but it's all good. <laughs> all bikes are different. That, all bikes are different. And that all, is that, true. That, that should be the tagline. All bikes are different. <laughs> <laughs> it's each bike has its own personality. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Believe me, I, I've died on the hill of calibration and I've given up. So they, they are what they are. Down that road lies madness. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And a lot of it. Yeah. So. <laughs> and Sherry, I heard that you used to work with Jen Sherman a long time ago prior to Peloton. Long, long time ago when <laughs> when I first graduated college. I had a degree in advertising and marketing, and we both worked at Channel 2 in their network sales department. And one of the first times I took a Jen Sherman ride, I'm looking at her on the screen. I'm saying to myself, I know this girl from somewhere. Now, mind (laughs) you, I hadn't seen her in well over 20 years. And racking my brain, I'm like, is it college? Was it sleepaway camp? Couldn't figure it out. And I don't remember how we came to the realization that it was when we worked together. We figured that out probably three and a half years ago. But all of a sudden, we're like, oh, my God, wait a minute. Did you work at Channel 2? Yes, I worked at Channel 2. Were you there in, in 1993? <laughs> so, yes, we worked together for two years, way, way back in the day. Wow. That's so cool. Was it kind of weird when you figured that out? Were you like, that's so weird that I worked with this person and now I'm taking a class with them? Or did it just not even matter? You know what? It didn't matter. It was more like, wow, what have you been doing all this time? Like, clearly our paths hadn't crossed in all that time, yet we wound up with the six degrees of separation of, okay, well, we work together. Now, essentially the student and she's the teacher. We had kids that were the exact same age. Both of our older sons are going off for their first year of college in the next two weeks. Her younger daughter is our younger son's age. They have mutual friends through different sleepaway camps. So it's all a six degrees of separation. They're like mirror lives. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. Yes. Wow. Yeah. I love hearing you say sleepaway camp. I know. That's it's, not what we call we it would, in Missouri. Like, we, we don't even, I don't even know what they call I think it. What they would call it summer camp. Yeah. Sum, summer camp. Yeah. 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 Just, I love like, regional. I know. It's so interesting yeah. how it's like different everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> like you probably say sneakers. Of course. Yeah. Of course. And you say tennis shoes. We say tennis shoes. Right. That's fascinating. And you say pop and we say soda. No, no we say, we soda. say soda. There's this, this weird, <laughs> if you ever look at the pop soda geographical charting, it's really weird. There's this little dot of soda and it's right in St. Louis and I don't know why but like we're soda yeah and my dad always called it sodi yeah my my great-grandma used to call it sodi and everything was a machine 
The car was a machine. The wow. the what the the toaster was a machine. I didn't know you guys were in St. Louis. Yeah, yeah. Or, I, or I forgot. I just got back from St. Louis like three weeks ago. Oh, well, what you, were you in town for? Like, did, did you come here on purpose? Did you lose a bet? <laughs> We uh, this will take us down a really bad path, so I don't want to get into it too much. But Ooh. I was on a barbecue tour with some friends. Oh, okay. And we went to St. Louis this year, and so we just ate our way through St. Louis for a couple of days. Did you go to oh. Sugar Fire? Yep. Oh, yeah, so it's good. really good. Yep. Did you do Pappies? Yep. yep. Also very good. Yeah, you're yeah. making the right choices. Yeah, you are. Yeah. yeah. Whatever research uh, you did, that yeah, was good. I, we did a lot in a short amount of time, and we can talk about that another time. Okay. So did you? Did I I just have to ask. The yeah. Do you like you literally came here just to eat barbecue? That is correct. Well I like done. your life, yeah, sir. I, I like your I, life. That's why I ride this damn bike. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> yeah, that's why I ride this bike so I can eat eat stuff like barbecue. Don't feel bad. Like, don't. Yeah, just own it. That's great. Yeah. That's well, awesome. I'm owning it. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. It's all. It's all <laughs> yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of jealous. Yeah. <laughs> so you went to Syracuse. That's correct. Which is where Jen Sherman went. So did you yeah. know her too? I, you know, she and I have racked our brains on this. She's two years older. And so I don't think our circles quite, you know, intersected, but it's entirely possible. I just don't remember. It's a little bit of a blur. She wouldn't slum it with the underclassmen. You can say it. That's, that's entirely <laughs> true. She was probably, you know, in one of those, uh, they're below me. Yeah, exactly. Fresh. Although they did frequent the same bars, so yeah. yeah, Again, it's possible paths cross, but I don't remember much of those four years. (laughs) (laughs) So it was a good education. Totally. Totally good. It taught me how to game the system. Yeah. Well, you're you're excelling. You've got your master's now. (laughs) So you guys have. So I heard from Lisa that you have two sons, but you said, is it two sons and a daughter? No, we we have two boys. Just two boys. Okay. Okay. Got it. And then one is headed to the college in the fall. And I hear that they're awesome kids and we'd like to hear about them. All right. You want to talk about? Sure. Our older son, Jake, is 18. He was born on April 4th. His favorite number is 44. Nice. Everything is 44 related with him. (laughs) Email addresses. I don't don't want to give out passwords. I was like, careful. He's been able to pick a number. 44 is his number. So not only was he born on April 4th, he was also born at 6.44 in the morning. <laughs> well, he's on the right track with the 44th. Yeah. yeah. So, so he's off to Wisconsin-Madison in a few days, practically. Not Syracuse? No. Okay. Which, you know, it's funny. He very much is one of those kids that wants to blaze his own trail. Sure. And not do what his dad did, which I'm totally supportive of because, you know, there are better decisions to be made. And he's making them. So my brother, my brother-in-law, my sister-in-law and ex-sister-in-law all went to Wisconsin. So we, we root hard for that school anyway. Oh. And so, you know, the two of us could not be happier about him heading off to Madison in, in a few days. That's awesome. Congratulations. Thank, Thank you. you. And, and our younger one, Zach, is 15. And he's the one we have to worry about because that dude is a walking party zone. <laughs> <laughs> so he'll be like, the one going to Syracuse is what you're saying. <laughs> God, who knows? You know, he, he walks in with his own theme music. Like that, that kid just announces himself. 
what does that even mean? <laughs> you know, like in a baseball game, they walk in and they've got their walk-up music yeah. or a wrestling match and they got like the music to announce them. Yeah. He walks in and like music starts. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's got presence. He's got yeah. presence. Exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. That's funny. And, and yeah. do either of them ride Peloton? No. No. Oh. No, that's all right. Maybe someday. It's it's fine. I mean, you know, we've tried. I've made them ride in the studio. Mm -hmm. Back in the early days when I did my 100th ride, they came into the studio with me, and I made them ride in the front row with John Michael. (laughs) (laughs) And they had a good time, and they were little. And again, it was the early days of Peloton, and they brought them back downstairs. And they were in the the early days, they used to do like real sticky things like put pictures up and and have theme rides with like goofy stuff that you'll never ever see anymore because it's it's so much more of a serious professional operation but they had a closet downstairs with these goofy hats and crap and they just came the, they brought the boys downstairs and dressed them up and had a good time with them and they took us into the operations and, and you know they let us kind of have fun there so again that was that was early days of of the studio that is so cool like what would somebody not know or not expect that's kind of back behind the scenes at peloton besides the closet because i never would have guessed um let's see number one the rules have completely changed it's so much more of a structured environment now He, he used to be able to walk in and more than half the studio would be empty you could actually get up on stage and say hello to the to the instructors now they've got a security guard uh, <laughs> downstairs it's in this really old building and so downstairs where the knock the network uh, operations center is it's super high tech in a really old spot it just doesn't fit it's a weird juxtaposition of technology and in, in an old building so i'm excited to see what the new Operation is going to be like Yeah I can't wait to see that It'll I'm interested to find out At the brand new one If they Kind of do what they did At the Tread Studio Where you can see Into all the cool technology If they're going to Have something like that That would be so cool If they did Yeah that, that would be and, and that's kind of What the knock looks like Downstairs in the studio In the cycling studio It's just Downstairs out of sight And, and they used to take people On like you know, unofficial tours. If you just walked in there and you knew who to ask, they say, "Yeah, come on down," and they'll, they'll bring you downstairs and show you, how, you know, how the magic happens. The good old days. <laughs> good old days. Yeah, before there were rules that I broke. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got your tour. I got my tour I, of Peloton headquarters. Yeah. I didn't get my tour of the studio. Oh, I see. I, I never, I never got the uh, the headquarters. Okay, well, I feel a little better. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen one thing you haven't seen related to Peloton. I felt bad when I went on the tour. You kind of should. Because I'm like, there are so many people that would kill to do this. Like, I don't deserve to go on the tour. Yeah, you only got to because I I got to. I was I was globbing on to your success. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I was. It was. We're going to get you on that bike. <laughs> <laughs> and then it will be worth it. Then you will have deserved even if, it. Even if we have to guilt you into it. Oh, I I don't have that part really of my brain. He really doesn't. He doesn't. It. I've tried. I've tried. Yeah. So, Do you have a leaderboard account? No. Oh. <laughs> Why would I have a leaderboard name? All right. Well, I think that's part of our homework assignment then. <laughs> Jason and I will have to come up with some creative leaderboard name for you. So much so that you like it so much that you have to get on the bike, even if it's just for a 10-minute ride. (laughs) 
it will force you to get on and fall under that Peloton umbrella. Tom, I'm shaking my head for you. Yeah. I know it's not going to happen. <laughs> I have to say, Mike Kyle came up with a, a great leaderboard name. It was uh, Vincent a go-go and i believe it's still available and tom still won't get on the bike no but i mean sherry if you you know good luck this man is stubborn i am stubborn that is true yes so you had mentioned the avon walk i don't know what that is what what is that the avon walk was um because it's it it is no longer now it was a 39 mile walk over two days where thousands of men women children walked in several different cities across the country fundraising for breast cancer Research and those funds would go to research and helping patients that were currently going through treatment with transportation, financial needs. Coincidentally, the position that I'm in at the hospital was grant funded by Avon and the Susan G. Komen Foundation for several years. Unfortunately, with the Avon 39 walks no longer occurring for 2018 and, and onward, There will be no more grant funding through Avon, but Avon is combining efforts with the American Cancer Society and all of their Making Strides Against Breast Cancer walks going forward. So they are the national sponsor now for the Strides Walk. Oh, okay. okay. And then Avon, that's like the makeup company? Correct. Okay. They had a breast cancer crusade division, which has now been disbanded. Oh, gotcha. And now I'm curious and we can cut this out if it's an ugly answer. But why did they stop? Unfortunately, Avon as a whole was losing money and they had to find areas in which they could cut and try and regain some of their businesses in in other directions. Gotcha. So that was one of the areas that was cut. I mean, the, the Avon 39 walks took a lot of manpower and thousands of thousands of dollars to run those walks throughout the country. And it would just wasn't something that they were able to continue to fund anymore. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Because I know it's been hard for Avon to keep up with other businesses have been kind of cutting in. Right. and They're not seen as hip anymore. You know, I mean, they were never hip, but you you know what I mean? They were the go to yes. makeup company. And it's the yeah. everything's changed so much within any kind of retail industry. So I thought I read they had launched a whole new brand like that with a different name, like just targeting teenage girls. Oh really? I thought I had read that. Like for like, there's no. I, you're looking at me like there's going to be a joke coming. No, I wasn't. And, but, <laughs> I was. I was like kind of racking my brain. Yeah, I but heard they were. Can... They were like, oh, we have to rebrand it because the teenagers were like Avon. That's what my grandma uses. Yeah. And so they like had a new name, same premise, but new name, and like was trying to push it out to the younger girls. Hmm. I don't know necessarily. If they have that or not, that's not something that I've heard, but the whole brand still exists and Avon representatives still exist and sell the makeup and uh, the makeup and all these other beauty products. They have a whole line for nutritional products and clothing. So that end of it still exists, but not breast cancer walks anymore. Okay. 
Makes sense. So I heard, though, that, I mean, Lisa Getty gave me a lot of information, a lot of really good information. <laughs> so she, Andy Getty. <laughs> she, you and your Ziplocs. <laughs> I love the way she packs. It was very inspiring for my packing. <laughs> she said that you guys were actually asked to, like, pose for a picture during one of those Avon walks to be used in literature and such. Is that true? Shari was. I just happened to be there. You got put in there too, though, in the picture because she found it and sent it to me, and you were both yeah. in it. <laughs> so Sherry got asked to be in a photo shoot where they were taking you know regular people and photographing them for signage, whether it was online or around towns, mm-hmm. and it was in Manhattan. And I went during my lunch break to watch because why not? And while I was there, they're like, oh. Why don't you hop in and take a picture? So I jumped in and I took a picture. And they ended up using that one also. So they had mostly Shari solo. And then there were a couple with me in it, unfortunately. That's so cool. (laughs) It's fun because, um, as it turns out, the picture of the two of us, they used to have blown up into this massive poster. (laughs) When you go to the closing ceremonies, like we were on the stage, like in a 10 by 10. 12 poster oh wow (laughs) yeah so now that thanks to you know our friends who we've made through the bike they would show up with us at at the closings and we take pictures in front of ourselves (laughs) (laughs) and we laugh a lot at how silly it was that's awesome it's like when you like look at a mirror with a mirror yeah (laughs) it just goes on i actually had another question do you guys have any like super memorable your favorite peloton stories to share I would say it's not a specific thing. I honestly have to say that the bike has truly made such a difference in our lives. And we have gained so many friendships through this bike. And as much as people will constantly say who who don't own a Peloton or aren't really involved in the online media formats... That, oh, it's such a click. It's a um, cult. It's a cult. Sorry, that's the word I was looking for. It's a cult. How do you have all these new friends? Our friends from home sometimes look at us like you're meeting who? Yeah. You know, what, what about your friends at home? It just has made such a difference for us and brought us together with so many people that we never would have been connected with and have gained true friendships out of it, which really is for us it's terrific that's awesome it is it, it, uh, i'll just echo that by by saying it's it's been a wonder, wonderfully additive to to our uh, our lives as far as stories goes i probably have more than a few because i'm the one who tends to go to the studio more than cherry does being part of that very first home rider invasion before it was even called the home rider invasion sticks out as one of those really cool early days things that i got to do when it was just 20 of us going in on a Thursday to ride with Jen Sherman on that U2 ride, <laughs> um, which then created essentially the Home Rider Invasion. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. Let's see what else. Early days, I was able to raise money for a co-worker whose husband had been was suffering with a debilitating disease, and we raised enough money in, in a couple hours to buy her a bike. And so after a ride, I brought her up on you know the the stage with with Stephen Little and gave away a bike. That was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, you did that in r- a couple of hours. Yeah, I, I put on a GoFundMe, and back when the uh, we we thought 
we thought the the uh, the official Facebook page was large when it was five thousand people, <laughs> and, and we raised about five thousand dollars in in a couple hours. Holy um, crap! Wow. Yeah, it was really cool. So we were able to give away a bike to someone who really needed a way to escape, you know, life for a little while. Back in the day, Robin used to challenge or, or dare anyone to come on up and take the mic and rap with her and so i did that uh, is there a video of that not really because when i got off the bike they said that there was quote-unquote technical difficulties mm-hmm. which, means, which means that they were never going to publish it mm-hmm. and after that robin stopped inviting people to come on <laughs> so there's a second t- peloton related thing you've ruined for everyone <laughs> There's there's more There's probably a lot more than that Um, Like drinking during a ride No we can't do that Because I was involved in passing champagne Around the front row So you can't do that either What else? Is there anything else stupid I've done? Don't answer that. Yeah. <laughs> well, that is, uh, I'm like, I don't know if we have enough gigs on our hard drive. To... We don't have enough time for that. Yeah. I'll stop there while I'm ahead. <laughs> so s- since you guys were pretty early adopters, do you have fun leaderboard names or do you just have like Jason R? Boring. <laughs> Jason, Jason R. <laughs> yeah. And I'm Shaz. Okay. It's not exactly exciting although there are a lot of versions of shaz after my leaderboard name i would have to go in and kind of look to see how many people made different versions of it my dad years ago nicknamed me shazbo for some reason (laughs) and i didn't really want to go with shazbo i kind of thought shaz was a little cooler so (laughs) it (laughs) just kind of stuck and most people, instead of calling me Shari, when they see me, call me Shaz or Shazzy. <laughs> That's awesome. It's Shazzercise. <laughs> oh, yes, it's Shazzercise. There we go. <laughs> I'm wondering if your dad was really saying Shazbot. Was he a big Mork from Ork fan? That's great. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's a great one. Though. He was cussing at you in Orkin. <laughs> You know you're of a certain age when you actually can can pull, pull that one out pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> I think he said you just there, dated there's, yourself. There's some youngins listening who have no idea what it is. Go look up at the Google machine. Yes, yeah, I know. Sure. I do that a lot. Yes, you do. <laughs> I made a Mary Tyler Moore reference a couple episodes back. And yeah. And we got a we got a message this morning from Gina Mitchell. She's like, I'm 34 and I got that reference. <laughs> Oh, to be 34 again. (laughs) So do you have any advice for for new people? First and foremost, have fun. Use the leaderboard as motivation. Don't use it as gospel. It is not an indicator of your fitness or your skill. The challenge should be beating your own score, not beating someone else's score. So don't make yourself crazy with numbers. Uh, As I said earlier, all bites are different. And try your best just to have fun and stay engaged and don't, you know, let it make you crazy. The leaderboard is for motivation, not validation. Nice. Trademark that. You should. Winner. Winner. (laughs) Tom, see, that's all the more reason why you should ride that bike. Haven't I done enough? (laughs) 
No. Yeah, but I just contributed. <laughs> Motivation, not validation. Like, oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, but, but that was so good. That should really, like, those vibes, you should just take them from your inner being and take them to the mic. He's going to edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, I do the editing, so. I'm lazy there, too. It's staying. <laughs> I agree with Sherry. You should get on the bike. Well, that's to be expected. Does every, on all the interviews, does everybody ask you to ride the bike? Uh, People seem to have given up for the most part. It has gotten pretty quiet. Yeah, I used to get it a lot at the beginning, and now people are just like, no. And a lot of people are like, oh, don't. (laughs) It would ruin the magic. Yeah, I don't. don't As long as you know your seat height and where your handlebars need to be, you're good to go. Yeah. I'm not very athletic. I would need a helmet. Oh, you would not. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. The stink eye has returned. (laughs) I I will say this. uh, Another benefit from the bike is that it actually got me into road riding. So now I actually have a bike and I go out and do longer rides. And Sharon and I get to go do that together outside when the weather allows us. So it's not just, you know, riding a bike that goes nowhere. We actually get on bikes and go somewhere so that is so um, cool yeah it, it is cool and, and it's uh you know and the fun part is that now we've got a, a lot of local friends who have the bike and now we ride indoors and outdoors together so it's fun we're trying to keep ourselves as reasonably fit that's awesome i wish yeah. i could ride outdoors but uh i have no coordination so i think <laughs> i would just get hurt out there <laughs> And we live in the suburbs, so there's not... And Tom's not going to ride with me, no. let's face it. I'll drive behind you real you slow. I... What about a tandem bike? Oh, my God. A tandem <laughs> bike? <laughs> a bike built for two. He, Tom had his feet up in the back. Yeah. He, he's, I would. He really gets you, Tom. Yeah. she turn around and like, whoop. I'm I swear. Yeah. Next up, she'll want us to ride one of those old timey bikes with the big giant front wheel, <laughs> like in the clip art from Cheers. <laughs> Might be nice. fun. I, I guess that kind of brings us to the end. Yeah, of I guess our... it does. Um, where can people find you if you would like to be found? Oh, let's see. I am. Twitter is my drug of choice. Uh, I've tried to reduce my usage of Facebook just because it's a bad, bad place. Not that Twitter is a good place. I was going to (laughs) say. I'm a baseball guy first. And so, you know, that's where I go for my baseball fix, even though it's now infested with, you know, politics in real life. So I, I think my Twitter handle is Jason underscore spin cycle. So that's where anyone, if they want to go find sarcasm, baseball, and more sarcasm, that's where you can find me. Awesome. I don't tweet. I don't Twitter. <laughs> that's why so That's they, why he's over there. <laughs> right? <laughs> Although I, I guess I probably should going forward with a kid going off to college, but my Instagram is Shari820. I am on Facebook, although use it very sparingly. I only follow a few groups that are Peloton related, but my main page I primarily use for fundraising for my breast cancer walks, which one of which I will be doing in two months from now. I actually just set up my team yesterday and I believe I have to go back and look, but I believe every donation that I've gotten so far from posting my team was all Peloton related people. 
Wow. You should send me your link and I will put it on the clip out page as well. That would be awesome. Thank you. Of course. And how many walks have you done to fundraise for breast cancer? I mean, considering the Avon 39 walks too. I've now done, let's see, I started in 2007. So this will be the 11th year and I've raised over $60,000 in that Wow. Whoa, that's amazing. Yeah, it's very near and dear to my heart. My role at the hospital as a patient navigator is primarily for breast health. So I've been working with women who are dealing with breast cancer for quite some time. So it's something that I've been doing some major fundraising for for a long time. Wow. Well, thank you for all you do. That's really cool. You're welcome. She does real stuff. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> hey you went I'm on just, your lunch you walked with her <laughs> i did i did I, I i support which is awesome cool well thank you very much for taking time out of your weekend no less to uh to chat with us yes thank you so much guys well thanks well, for asking thank us. you yeah exactly thank you for asking us an extra thanks i should say to getty for suggesting us which was a really nice gesture yeah you guys have been a lot of fun and i'm really glad that she suggested you and told me all about you so we actually had questions to ask so you guys are really cool yeah (laughs) don't tell anyone (laughs) cool we'll delete this whole interview (laughs) my kids will yell bullshit on you yeah Yeah, kids will never think you're cool there's nothing you can do to convince them maybe when they're like 30 something like when you're dead that's when you as, become- as they're writing your eulogy, they're going to go, well, son of a bitch. They were pretty cool. <laughs> he wasn't that bad. It's funny, though, because I think now that my boys are getting older, they especially the older one, I think he's starting to get it and he appreciates it. And so it's nice to sort of see and hear that things that we do and have done have resonated and so it's, it's kind of cool that it, it comes back to you a little bit yeah i think as, as their social circles start to widen and they meet people who didn't have wonderful childhoods or parents that either were willing to do things with them or had the, maybe didn't have the means to do some of the same things you know that they're like oh yeah like by i've had a pretty charmed existence you know we've tried yeah <laughs> i know the feeling <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Well, thank you very much. We uh, this was a lot of fun. Yeah, you guys. Thank have- you guys again. Have a great rest of the weekend. You too. You too. Bye bye. Bye bye. Here's today's recipe for success. So do the Rosenbergs have a recipe for us? They do. It's a French toast casserole recipe that uses one full loaf of challah. Okay. And a little behind the scenes, we just spent 10 minutes researching how to say that. Yes. Because we are goys from the Midwest. You got it. (laughs) That is a type of Jewish bread, Jewish egg bread. Is that what they just said? I think so. Bread of some sort. Yes. Challah. You had me at French toast. I know, right? I know. I knew that this was going to win you over. So you take one loaf of challah. You take a cup of milk. You can use whole or half, and half works actually best. If the challah is large, add additional liquid to the recipe. Take three quarters a cup of brown sugar, eight eggs, one tablespoon of vanilla, a half teaspoon of cinnamon, and salt to taste. And then you slice the challah into one and a half inch thick slices. Place in the bottom of a casserole dish. Tear the bread as needed so that it fits into the casserole dish. Mix together the remaining ingredients 
ingredients, pour over the casserole, cover, and store in the refrigerator overnight. The next day, you cook it for 45 minutes. Nice. And ladies, if you don't like it, you know what that means. You ain't no hollaback girl. <laughs> and I apologize to our Jewish listeners who have probably heard that joke a million times. <laughs> So, uh, what, pray tell, do you have in store for people next week? We are going to talk to Ariel Lovin next week. Awesome. So, uh, there, that's what you have to look forward to. And I guess that brings us to a close. So, uh, where can people find you until next week? They can find me at facebook.com slash crystal D. O'Keefe. They can find me on Twitter or Instagram. And, of course, on the bike at Clip Out Crystal. And... Coming up very soon They can find us In Atlantic City September 23rd That weekend We will be there If anybody wants to Come say hi yes, Or cheer will, me on It will be an opportunity For you to spend Lots of quality time With me Because you'll be running <laughs> I will be running So I'll just be sitting there yelling, yeah. yelling at the kids And you wouldn't just Be cheering for me You'd be cheering for All of the Peloton peeps Who are out there Running and biking And swimming I'm only doing the running We have way more Talented people Doing all three <laughs> And of course My teammates From the just finished team Fred Walk and Danielle Young will also be there Fred is doing the bike Danielle is doing the swim Because she's the only one brave enough to do it And I'm doing what I'm best at Which is Waiting Nothing <laughs> You'll be reading a book Or watching yeah. a movie on your phone <laughs> So uh, so yeah If you're in the area Come on by and say hi Yeah we'd love to see you So and if you want to find me Until then Because why wouldn't you <laughs> uh, You can do that at Facebook.com Slash Tom O'Keefe Or on Twitter At Roger Kubert uh, And you can find the show Proper which we rarely are at <laughs> facebook.com. Speak for yourself. Facebook.com slash the clip out. Or uh, while you're there, join our group and you'll get lots of uh, stuff forced into your feed more frequently. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep pedaling. Yeah, it's kind of like a countdown. countdown. Yeah, yeah, that's good to know. Yeah, I've been worried about the world exploding nah, for forty-seven if it explodes, years. You're going to totally have a countdown. And now it's I know good. that there would have been beeps. Mm-hmm. Except now I'm going to shit myself every time the truck backs up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tom. <laughs>